Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 9th of December. In breaking news this morning, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has introduced tough new restrictions as the Omicron variant continues to spread across the world. The UK has announced it's going to Plan B in the wake of rapidly increasing COVID cases. Later statistics show Omicron infection rates are doubling extraordinarily fast every two to three days across the UK. From Monday, people will be advised to work from home if they can, and from tomorrow, face masks will be mandatory for most indoor venues. Vaccination passports will also be enforced in certain high-risk settings like nightclubs. Here is UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Let's do everything we can to protect ourselves and our loved ones this winter and to reduce the pressures on our NHS. It comes as the international boss of Pfizer says booster shots could be the key to tackling Omicron. Latest lab tests suggest three, not two doses of the Pfizer jab are likely to provide effective protection against the COVID variant. Pfizer CEO Albert Bola says governments should let their people get their booster shots sooner. It might not be enough on itself that we are waiting to see. So you may need to go to get the third booster faster. And that's something that the health authorities should consider very carefully and make their recommendations. And that stance is being supported by new research out of the African Health Research Institute, which found two doses of Pfizer does not offer full protection from the Omicron variant. Initial testing shows Pfizer is 37 times less effective on Omicron compared to Delta. Back home now and New South Wales health authorities are urging people to get their vaccine boosters as new COVID cases almost double in the state in just one day. In some circumstances, the New South Wales Department of Health says people can now get their boosters five months after their second vaccine and not wait six months. It comes as a new alert is issued for another super spreading event in Sydney with 44 people testing COVID positive after a trivia night at a Petersham pub. It's unknown if any of these new cases are the new Omicron variant. Here is New South Wales Chief Health Officer Kerry Chant with this warning. Can I, at this point, do a big call out for booster doses? Please talk to your GP about a booster. The Prime Minister and New South Wales Premier have also been caught up in a new COVID scare in New South Wales after a positive case travelled to Bathurst for the race over the weekend. Meantime, in Queensland, the state government is on alert as a new strain of Omicron is detected. Two new COVID cases were confirmed in the Sunshine State yesterday. One is Omicron, the other is being described as Omicron-like. It's the first time this strain has been detected in the world. Staying in Queensland and in other news this morning, a 75-year-old woman has died after being swept away by floodwaters near Brisbane. Police say the sedan was swept off a street at Pullenvale and into a flooded creek. From floods to fire and there's an emergency bushfire warning in Western Australia with a major evacuation underway of a popular tourist town and campground. Fire is tearing through a national park near Margaret River. More than 100 firefighters have spent the night tackling the blaze in sweltering conditions. 
Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales and a major setback for workers fighting vaccine mandates. Our reporter Michaela Savage has the details from Sydney. Yeah, Tart, there are public health orders across the state that mean police, health and aged care workers, public school and preschool staff and construction workers have to be jabbed. A group of workers from across some of these industries have tried to appeal a court ruling that upheld these orders. They've argued that the orders violate freedoms and privacy as well as the bodily integrity of those who don't want the jab. But Justice Andrew Bell, who dismissed the appeal yesterday, says the public health orders still give people the choice not to get vaccinated and they don't impose direct sanctions on people who decide not to get the jab. He's also ordered them to pay court costs. And to WA, where the Premier believes there'll be no long-term issues to try and rebuild a relationship between the West and East Coast. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has the details from Perth. That's right, Tash. It comes as the New South Wales Premier used his speech to the National Press Club to take aim again at WA's top-up of the GST this year. He's referred to Mark McGowan once again as the golem of Australian politics. But in terms of whether our relationship with our East Coast counterparts needs to be mended, the Premier doesn't think it's a problem at all. Mark McGowan says we hold up the country and will always be needed. We'll continue to support them, we'll continue to carry them, uh, but... uh We don't really expect appreciation because there never has been any. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. As we know, there's that major breaking news out of the UK this morning with Boris Johnson introducing new COVID restrictions and the threat of Omicron is spreading right across the world, including here in Australia. How are these new developments with COVID set to affect our economic recovery and, of course, our overall economy? Yeah, well, let's start with the stock market first. There'll probably be a negative reaction to Boris's decision. And this is basically in conflict with some better news on Omicron in the US. But I think the bottom line is it just raises another question mark about um, what's going to happen to economies going forward. And in particular, um, the restrictions always slow down economic growth. So if those restrictions go from the UK to Australia, we will experience a slower economy than is currently expected. And Peter, you mentioned there earlier some positive news, though, on the COVID front from the US with travel stock prices surging overnight after the two drug companies said their vaccines work against Omicron after three doses, not two. That's right. After a two-day rally for share prices on positive Omicron news, overall stock markets were flat overnight. But the news from Pfizer and BioNTech that their three doses of their vaccine are effective at neutralising Omicron has seen share prices of Norwegian cruise lines up 10%, Carnival up 7% overnight on Wall Street, which really augurs well for local travel stock prices today. And regulation for the likes of Afterpay and Zip could mean shoppers. This is interesting. Not store owners will have to pay the fees on a purchase. Mm, Very interesting, isn't it? The Federal Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, says regulation won't be ready until mid-2022. But the Reserve Bank has told the government that it wants buy now, pay later companies to remove contract rules that say shopkeepers can't pass on the cost of their services to customers. Interestingly, the news did not hurt Zip's share price yesterday. It rose 10.9% and afterpay was up 4.24%. Certainly a rollercoaster ride. Thanks so much, Peter. Cheers.
Sport now with Lee Giolo. And Lee, well, we didn't get much more than a half a day's play in the opening day of the Ashes, but who cares because the Aussies were doing really well. <laughs> yeah, Hatash, uh, as we feared, the rain took a hold in the afternoon session and it didn't let up as stumps were called early. There was no raining on Pat Cummins' parade, though. England dismissed for 147. This is a dream start, really. Um, yeah, it wasn't a bad toss to lose. Bit of a different dynamic, but it was totally manageable. It was the new captain's first five-wicket haul against England. Australia heads into day two in control, now raring to get out there and make some runs. To make up for some of the lost time, play is scheduled to start half an hour early. And a big night in the BBL last night. Lee, the Scorchers on the board while the Sixers made it two from two. Yeah, that's right. It was the Scorchers opening their season in style over in Perth against the Brisbane Heat. The home side won the toss and batted, and while Colin Munro was out early, a half-century for Curtis Patterson helped the Scorchers to six for 157. It was the Heat wilting under pressure in reply. Sam Hazlitt and Xavier Bartlett got them going, but it was too little too late. The Heat all out for 151, seven runs short of victory. Earlier last night, the Sydney Sixers downed the Hobart Hurricanes by 14 runs. Captain Moses Henrique smacked 73 from 48 to guide the side to 144 in an otherwise lacklustre batting performance. It proved to be enough though as the Hurricanes limped to 8 for 130 in reply. And Lee, what is going on with Novak Djokovic? His name is now on the list but that doesn't mean he's set to play. Yeah, great question, Tash. Although there are serious concerns over the Joker's vaccination status, his name, as you say, has appeared on that list of players attending the Australian Open. He's reportedly set to seek a medical exemption, but whether he'll be granted one is another question if you ask Victorian Health Minister James Molino. It's not a loophole for privileged tennis players. It is a medical exemption in exceptional circumstances if you have an acute medical condition. Sadly, Serena Williams' name has not appeared on the list of participants, though, Tash. You have to wonder if the legend may have played her last Australian Open. Yes, such a legend. It's sad to see that she won't be in Australia next year for the tennis. Thanks so much, Lee. Thanks, Tash. And the most Googled words and phrases of 2021 have been revealed. COVID, of course, was a common theme as multiple states went into more lockdowns with how to make face masks on the list for a second year in a row. Cleo Smith was the most Googled Australian this year, closely followed by tennis superstar Ash Barty. And proof we are still a sporting nation at heart, NBA was the most Googled overall, followed by the AFL and cricket. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.